Hey guys, welcome to an all new episode of Screen Beans. This is episode 135. We're your hosts, Carolyn Chillick. And Jerry Wilson. And it's your lucky day because you're getting two podcasts in a row. This one's up. <laughs> this one's going to be all about Bumblebee. Squeezing it in before Christmas. Yep, it's our last movie of the year that we're going to review. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is also our last podcast of the year. Yes, and it's and it's it's early to do this. I've I've yet to have my coffee. I feel sluggish. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. It's gonna be a good one then. <laughs> I'm guessing there's no news. Uh, as of from last night, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't I haven't checked to be honest with you. I don't blame you. I I, I just haven't had time. Mm-hmm. Or the sure. desire to want to. <laughs> <laughs> Too early to scroll Facebook, huh? <laughs> yeah, and, and Twitter. I can't, I can't, I can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> Okie dokie. Well, I guess we'll just uh, get on to the interview. Or the interview? Yeah. Oh, we're gonna interview. Oh, yeah, we're gonna right. interview Bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that's gonna go over well. Yeah, a lot of talking on his side, especially. <laughs> anyway, okay. Well, let's get to the review. The actual <laughs> review. <laughs> All right. Warning: This podcast contains spoilers. Enter at your own risk. Okay, so we review. Well, we watched. This is our review. This is our review. We watched Bumblebee. Yeah, we watched Bumblebee <laughs> last night. So, um, I mean, I have to say, I was. I mean, it was entertaining. Did I like it as much as Aquaman? Uh, I guess we'll find out later. But, uh, I mean, I thought. I don't. You know, with the reviews, with it getting like ninety four percent, ninety five percent, I mean, I don't feel like it's that good. It's it's weird because on Rotten Tomatoes, and like we always said, Rotten Tomatoes is not the end all be all. It's pretty much a thumbs up, thumbs down. It's yeah, very. Cut and then and it dry. just <clears throat> does the percentage of thumbs ups. Yes, and it currently sits at ninety four percent in comparison to Aquaman, who has sixty four percent. And then you look at the audience, the, the normal people like us, who want to see this. And Aquaman is in the mid-90s. Mm-hmm. 96% of people want to see this in comparison to only 84% of people want to see Bumblebee. Well, I have to say, okay, what it has going for it, the Transformers look a ton better in this movie. They look a lot more kind of honed into the classic look of, like, the toys from the 80s and the cartoons. Yes. Th- this dude was... N- he was not afraid to just go ahead and pick up what was done in the 80s. Which I think... And, which is... Which was perfect. Which is what... The other ones, I feel like they were almost too complicated mm-hmm. to where you and couldn't really see anything. And we've talked about that before. Michael Bay made them. He made. He, he had so much detail and stuff, moving pieces and all that in them to where you couldn't really see who the character was. Yeah. And like, even when they were transformed, you really couldn't tell what vehicle they transformed into because you lost a lot of that, mm-hmm. that stuff. They just looked like robots. And yeah. not Transformers. Like, with this one, with Bumblebee, you saw the headlights. You saw the, you know, parts of the car that kind of ended up being 
part and, of him. Like was, the doors becoming like these little things on the back, and and it was just it was just simpler. And I thought that it was it was that it was it was better. I thought it was much better than what Michael Bay was trying to accomplish with his stuff. Right. So and, I love the way that they looked in here. And when they transformed into, let's say, Bumblebee changed from that Jeep to the Beetle, it's mm-hmm. like then when he was Bumblebee, like you know his, his you know his robot form, he looked different. Like yeah. you know he uh-huh. like the the grill, or or when he's transformed, his chest plate was different depending on what he was from that old Jeep to. Yeah, the, the Volkswagen. Right. So, I mean, putting that, I think, is this movie did it a lot better. And like you said, I felt like in Ma- Michael Bay, you know, once they transformed, they almost all looked the same. And, S- you know, slight differences, like with colors. And especially with the Decepticons, they pretty much all stuck to one tone. It mm-hmm. was like a silver gray, that's it. It's like Michael Bay was scared to do color and stuff like that, where in this movie... This dude wasn't scared to do color. He, right. they, they all, they all had color, which is awesome. It's like the bad guys just aren't silver and gray, mm-hmm. or you know, dark army green. It's, yeah, it, give them some color, man. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like you know, with um, you know, seeing Cybertron, I thought that was cool. You know, seeing all of the Autobots fighting the Decepticons. Yeah, that whole opening scene of where they started the movie on Cybertron, and seeing all of those classic. Transformers yeah. and all that was it was awesome. Mm-hmm. I was I immediately went to ten year old Jerry and <laughs> was in was in heaven thinking I could I could watch two hours of them fighting on Cybertron. Yeah. Well it's like and then, you know, a little bit later they show another flashback or, you know, Bumblebee like memory coming mm-hmm. back where it shows up Optimus fighting um which is Soundwave. Soundwave. And then the little dog pops out Ravage. with the cassette cassette uh-huh. tape. I'm like, Oh yeah. It is awesome. Oh, it just takes me. Oh, it takes me back to then and all the toys I had of all of those guys. Yeah, wishing I still had them today. Yeah, and I feel I feel like the storyline for this, you know, it had a pretty good, you know, it had a good feel to it. It had a good kind of motion and kept it going. I mean, I, I, I have to say this that it bothers me that they took out Bumblebee's voice. I mean, I just don't understand why. I get it. I guess it makes more of a thicker plot where he can't just mm-hmm. tell everything but the fact that he loses his memory could have been a totally different yes because like cause, maybe he couldn't remember all of that because we, we briefly talked about this immediately after the movie was over and you asked is this does this have anything to do with the other movies right and i i for right or wrong i am Moving forward, because in my own brain, I want it to be separate. Well, from okay, those. I was thinking about this later on my drive home. It they the, are building it as a separate universe because they have Bumblebee. You know, he got there early. Mm-hmm. He, um, no Decepticons or anything new about this planet. In the original one, Megatron was already in was the already dam. here. And you see, like, they were they were in the dam. That's where they had the. That's where the the, the bad guys were at when they were. Starting up the internet. Right. Was in was in the, the Hoover Dam. Right. So it's like, okay, so Megatron isn't here because they had no idea about it. I'm guessing he's still fighting at Cybertron. Plus, it shows Bumblebee and Optimus, 
like in the 80s. Yeah, at the Optimus, at the end. you know, you saw him come mm-hmm. when he got the when he got the distress call or whatever to come there. Yeah. And then on top of that, you also see, you know, as Bumblebee and Optimus are walking through the forest, there's six or seven other Transformers that are about to, you know, crash land on the planet, which You're I thinking- would assume those are Autobots that got the call and they're all making their arrival now. So I tend to see that the Michael Bay stuff, the stuff that was in this, that kind of would lead people to think that they're connected, is more of just kind of a nod to you know Michael Bay and the first. I feel like they group. shouldn't have done those nods because then just confuses people. Oh, Why I, I, do it? Why shackle yourself to a non-talking Bumblebee radio thing because it was funny in the first? So let's keep it going. I, I mean, it's just it gets old. I. I and I'm, I'm with and you. why make him the exact same car at the end of this one? Like you're setting it up for him to be in this first one. It's yes. like those are like I, I would have been those? fine. I would have been fine with do those with Bumblebee keeping his voice and doing the whole memory loss thing. I thought that would have been great. I liked the 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 actor who was doing the voice. I thought it was was going to be great. I was I thought it was awesome at the beginning seeing Bumblebee talk. Mm-hmm. I thought it was awesome, interesting, something different. And then he loses his voice. I sure hope that in this kind of reboot, which I'm calling it a reboot, uh-huh. somehow he gets that back. I thought cuz I thought it was I thought it was great and I don't think that you know, Bumblebee getting his voice back is going to tank the other movies. If anything, I think it would actually help out and would add some more kind of comedy stuff to Bumblebee being able to talk instead of using the radio stuff. Yeah, where you can actually, I mean, you get a little bit of his personality with the music, and mm-hmm. it feels like he would still do that, mm-hmm. but be able to talk. But, you know, still use the radio to, you know, yeah, do some, you know, to do some. And like I you, just... I, I wish that they, it's like I loved seeing Bumblebee in his classic VW right. bug shape. I, I wish they, if, if they're going to do another one, which I assume they're going to do another one, um, I would like to have seen him be in the the Volkswagen vehicle yeah. shape, whatever, during this whole reboot run, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it thing. Yeah. Because I guess circled back and around to, is it connected to the other ones? I guess I can't see how it, is if you're going to have Optimus Prime on Earth with six or seven other Autobots coming and nobody knowing about this planet. Right. And it's, yeah, because it the seems Decepticons like that would be don't a know huge because the only, the two they, Decepticons, well, there was one other one that followed Bumblebee, but he was killed. So all, all the Decepticons. Blitzwing. Okay. I saw his name. And, uh, you know, all of the ones that knew about Earth are dead. And they stopped the transaction or the transmission, transmission uh-huh. before it got, you know, to Cybertron or wherever. So technically, no Decepticons know about Earth yet. That doesn't mean that they're they can't. I mean, they heard Bumblebee's signal, mm-hmm. so that's how they got to Earth in the first place. You know, they captured. You know, they were were on Saturn or something, and they. So yeah, some other planet, some other moon to some other planet or something like that, and they were beating the hell out of and then killed uh, Cliff Jumper. Yeah. Um, so that's how they 
found out about it because they heard you know, Bumblebee's signal. I guess... I mean, it's not impossible for them to find out about Earth. No, no it's, it's not because I, I assume if they just do what Optimus did, look and all that, that they will stumble across it. Then, oh, here's this hidden planet. Let's go check it out. Yeah. Now, getting back to is it linked to the other ones or not, I guess a big thing for me to, to see if it's linked is what happens in the second one. Who's the bad guy that's going to be in the second one? Mm-hmm. Are we going to see Megatron or Starscream in this new thing? Because those are two main Transformers in this world. And if we end up seeing them not in the same kind of position that we saw them in Michael Bay's thing, then yeah, I think it's pretty safe to say this was a reboot with some things that kind of echoed back to I guess. I mean, I just feel like it's like, why even echo back? Just start fresh. I know, but... They didn't, and this is what they did. So, so this is going to be... We need to take what this... like. It's easy for just me... Just get ready, folks, for me to complain. If they keep doing keeping this up, I will complain the entire way, no matter how much I like these movies. It's like, I need the Men in Black switch thing to erase your mind of those first Michael Bay <laughs> Transformer movies. I guess that's... I have... I have... What is it? Departmentalized... Those okay. Well, this is what bothers me the most, I guess. This is why this bothers me so much. In the cartoons, Bumblebee, like most people, was my favorite, mm-hmm. and part of it was his like personality mm-hmm. and like you know, you know, all of that. And I feel like you lose some of that when he doesn't have a voice. It's like I, I know, but then some people would say that they like it because of the whole radio. I, I don't see thing. why he can't do that and talk at the same time. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't understand why Michael Bay I feel like Michael he some of his jokes place. and some of his, like... Because he was always kind of like, I wouldn't say comic relief, but he was mm-hmm. kind of like lighten the, lighten the mood kind of character. And I, I, just, I guess I don't understand what Michael Bay's reasoning was, and I'm, maybe there's an article out there that I could read if I cared that much about it. Why he decided to make that decision in the first run of this was to not have Bumblebee being able to talk. And why is it so important that they have to keep it going? And, and I, I don't know if, if that was just the, the director of this one saying, hey, let's go ahead and, and in this story, we're going to show how he loses his voice box because maybe this director enjoyed... For some reason, Michael Bay's Bumblebee that lost his voice. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, anyway, I think we've talked enough about this voice thing, and <laughs> people know how I feel about it. <laughs> but anyway, back to the story. I mean, I feel like the storyline itself, it, it was entertaining. It was kind of, you know, like, uh, um, uh, not really cliche, but it kind of like, Mm-hmm. Okay, let's just, it's like they picked up usual, the usual suspects of plots. Yes. But the government, the, the, you know. The story was, the story misunderstands. was very simple. Well, the government sees aliens. Immediately we need to kill it. The one guy who is trying to make it, you know, mm-hmm. be friends, he ends up getting double-crossed because they end up becoming friends with the bad guys. And the one line I did like when John Cena goes, dude, 
They're called Decepticons. Yes. <laughs> Their name is Decepticons. It's, it's, yes, it's in the name right there. Come on. Decepticons. That doesn't sound like a good guy to me. <laughs> no. No. And the whole time, like in the very first time that, you know, Bumblebee comes and then that other guy, you know, they fight. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you be able to tell that Bumblebee is being attacked by this guy? And that, I don't know, I guess you just see them both as... Yeah. Now, I guess going back to, to that to that scene when they think they first have, they first caught Bumblebee and then Blitzwing shows up and launches all the missiles and all that. Bumblebee told him, like, run, we, you know, kind of thing. And then the whole big fight thing happens and John Cena's in a vehicle upside down and all that crap. So he didn't obviously see what what else was going on, but... It it's not like Bumblebee was was trying to attack you guys. You guys attacked him. He was running and defending himself while he was running. This other one comes and is blows he, you down. Yes, I mean he, you he's can't there really consider all of the you. meteorite coming down as an attack because it's like yeah, how is he supposed to know? Fell from the sky, and <laughs> it's like you, you, it's your first response is is. I, not, I, I understand. I mean, I don't know what I would do if I was in John Cena's position in the middle of the woods and something crash landed on me. And uh, it's an alien. Yeah. Uh, a giant robot alien with big guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. So, whatever. But, I mean, it's like typical. Okay, the government mm-hmm. is the bad guy. I mean, it, it almost was like typical 80s movie. I mean, it's set mm-hmm. in the 80s, but it almost has like a... Typical 80s plot of the kids mm. saving the day. Now, did this movie have have too much teen angst for you? No, I don't think it was, so. That was fine. It was I, okay. Because I, I was, that was one of my concerns for you you going into this was that. Because I, I know, think, I mean, I know your, some... your hatred for the, the teen angst. Uh-huh. I, I do have a <laughs> hatred for it. It wasn't as, you know, I could get over it because it kind of was more kind of, I went into it kind of like, an 80s movie, which mm-hmm. that's what it literally was felt like, was yeah. exactly what an 80s movie would be. And, I mean, yeah, they did have some of that, but the fact that, you know, her dad had died and stuff like that, I'm like, okay, I'd probably be like you too. Mm-hmm. Your fa- whole family's moving on. And and I was wondering, is the son, was that, like, with the new dad or with the old dad? I think that's the old dad. Cause he, I think he's too, he's too young. I mean, too old to have been. Cause they never say like how old she was, like how long ago her dad passed away. Like, has it just been a couple years? Cause I think, well, now, now that I, you say something, say it's probably, it's I probably think just that been a it was years. just a boyfriend. I don't think it was a, did they yeah, say? Cause it, yeah. Cause this is just a boyfriend. Yeah. That's true. And I, and I would think that. I think the boy was probably just too young. You know, he might've been too young to. Yeah, because I, I look at it as she she turns eighteen in this movie, so she's senior high school. Mm-hmm. I would think that probably happened when she was you know freshman sophomore. Is probably when that that happened because she was on the diving team and all that. Yeah, I would say it was probably sophomore. You know, sophomore. Or, I don't know. They never mm-hmm. say how long ago, but there's that picture of her and her dad, and they're working on cars, and she mm-hmm. looks pretty. I mean, she was a high school, mm-hmm. yeah. so. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, it did, that didn't, it didn't really bother me. I think it was kind of needed in the movie just to kind of put the human side to the 
to the movie. I think that in the first one, uh, what's his name? You know, he almost was so weird. It almost dehuman. You know, he's so micro machine kind of kid. I don't, but Mm -hmm. she felt a lot more, you know, normal kid. Mm -hmm. And then her friend, the guy that liked her, that was, I guess, apparently her neighbor as well. And (laughs) worked at the same place. And, (laughs) but I mean, I liked him. You know, he was good. Uh, but I even like, you know, kind of how the parents end up help, you know, in the car chase mm-hmm. at the end. And it kind of like they all. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was hilarious that they get in this car wreck, but not a car wreck. Yeah, they cause this humongous <laughs> car wreck and not get touched. <laughs> Which I thought that was pretty cool. And then the kid kind of just pukes. In the <laughs> but, um. But yeah, so I think that the storyline, I like, you know, all the Bumblebee stuff. Like, I mean, he's in the house and he ends up destroying mm-hmm. the whole house and he like electrocutes himself and it kind of like, whoa, whoa, kind of reminded me of a kind of like short circuit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it definitely was fun watch. It was entertaining. I definitely feel like the things they got right in this movie were the Transformers, the look the feel of them, you know, the cyber, you know, the stuff on Cybertron. I think that they have laid the groundwork for a better storyline. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like, you know, a lot of those transform movies, I feel like they get too big at the end. Like their climax just overwhelms well, the whole movie. That and all those transformer movies of the past, it always seems like Optimus Prime was dying and then coming back to life. Yeah. To do like all five of them. It just had all, they all had that yeah. same, well, Goofy and this one, it's like, to it just had the two Decepticons and Bumblebee, mm-hmm. and it was a big fight at the end, but not like a humongous, over-the-top thing where it didn't really fit in with the story. It's like all of a sudden, mm-hmm. all of the Decepticons come in. and Which I thought that that worked. I thought this movie worked well with that. You know, it, it starts off with the whole, all the stuff going on, on on Cybertron. But then when it gets to Earth, they've paired it way down to where it's pretty much Bumblebee yeah, and the other two, which I think helps it not get so muddled up with all the other characters going right. on and all this other Well, you stuff. don't need them. No, you don't. And I also like how they made Bumblebee so much smaller because mm-hmm. he was always a little, little guy. Yeah. And, you know, in the other movies, he was just as big mm-hmm. when you compared... Like when he had like in the first one when he's fighting that police car, barricade. Yeah, yeah. they were like they were same they're the same size. size. Mm-hmm. Now in these, it's like well, Mumblebee is like hanging on and you know yeah. being, but it's kind of like he can work that to his advantage, mm-hmm. and so that kind of makes me feel like it's more, more him because that's how mm-hmm. he was. He was always a littler, yeah, little guy. <laughs> You're so cute, little dude. <laughs> <laughs> if only you could talk. You'd be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so but I do feel like they built a good groundwork. And then even at the end when they show Optimus and you see kind of Bumblebee driving up next to this 18-wheeler, mm-hmm. you're like, wait a minute, he looks familiar. Yeah. It's like <laughs> I it's like I had that toy. Uh-huh. I had that toy. Mm-hmm. That was that was awesome little little nod. Because there. Optimus, I think in the movies, never had the rig. I mean, he never had the trailer. He was only the big, the rig. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm I don't think he think ever of... had the trailer. 
Plus, he was like yeah. macked out with the different, totally different look. Well, Michael Michael Bay and his and the whole character design stuff of, of the first run was it was too, it was too because over it's time. like you know the style he was in the end of this movie and the way he was in the cartoons. He was kind of like that. That's what his chest plate was. Mm-hmm. It's like that's what made him look the way he did. Yeah. Was that front end? Mm-hmm. But it's like he totally took away the part where. The whole kind of imagination, like building these guys, is how would the truck actually look in a robot? Mm -hmm. And when he did it, it was like, eh, we'll just use the same paint colors. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like when they're when they're in robot form, they're going to pretty much just look like robots. You will not be able to really make out any of the detail of what they, what vehicle they came from. Yeah. Which was it, it? Which was very irritating. Now, when Michael Bay's the first movie came out, I, I was excited because you know, again, I went back to twelve-year-old Jerry thinking, "Oh, this is awesome! I'm seeing live-action, big-screen Transformer yeah. movie here." But then it, each movie after that went down. I right. think this movie, in my opinion, is light years ahead of those other ones. And well, part, even their stories and part, just and, got way over the top yeah. as well. Yeah, they did. It, they, they were pretty ridiculous, and each one of them was world-ending. I, I, I know, I get it. It's they, they do. They want. Well, it's not only world-ending, world, but, but it's, it's like just, uh, they came at different times. Like they were here in caveman days. Megatron's been here since the Ice Age. Yeah. Oh, and they, well, now in this one, they were here in the night. You know, in medieval times, and they oh. were knights. I also had like and, and Egyptian then, style oh yeah. ones. Oh no! In this it's, one, they were here with Egyptian times. It's like really, how did our planet? Yes. It's like, come on, dudes, just get over it. Stop. It's like I, I don't know what they were doing when they did the first one, and then were they not thinking that they were going to be able to do a second one? And then it went over well, and they're like, well, we got to do a second one. Now so we got to have we do them this? on the moon. Yeah. It, so it was pretty ridiculous. Hopefully. But not the dark side of the moon, just the dark of the moon. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hopefully moving forward, that they knew that they were going to do more than one. And... Well, that's what they felt. I mean, now story. it feels like they have, you know, they can move on mm-hmm. into their own reboot. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm also very curious about Cybertron. How did, how did shit go so wrong on Cybertron? It's like, I want to know more about... Yeah. That. As well as see more about that. What? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I think that, like like I said before, I think it was entertaining. There are definitely things that, you know, I don't think it's outstanding. I mm-hmm. mean, compared to the other Transformer movies, yes, it was better. I think this one mm-hmm. is the best one out of all of those. It definitely has the best kind of just, kind of feels more easy. Mm-hmm. Like, you can just enjoy it. And, you know, because it had plenty of the com- like comic reliefs and the action, but it mm-hmm. didn't feel like anything was forced. And, and like I, the action scenes, like you, you could you could still tell what was going on. Right. It like, wasn't like... You could tell. It wasn't It just like, didn't look like metal. And they didn't all happen at night where mm-hmm. all you see is kind of like these shimmery things moving. And you're up close and you can't see a fucking thing. Yeah. Because like the whole Bumblebee and... Barricade. No, um, the one in the desert, you know, when he first, you know, that one's all out in the open. I mean, that one, you know, you could really Mm -hmm. see some stuff and I, you know, it's like, and just going back to the way that these things look, 
I'm going to buy so many toys. Uh-oh. If they come out with the, these toys, yeah. I'm going to buy so many of these toys. <laughs> like, they are all awesome. And it's like, okay, so you're following the cartoons. Are you going to make Megatron into a big gun? <laughs> I, I was thinking about that this morning. How, if if Megatron even shows up. I, I, I mean, you I, didn't I, even hear a mention of him no, in this. No, he wasn't mentioned in this. Um, Starscream wasn't mentioned in this. I did see some of his buddies that were in that or his buddies were in here because I could tell by their colors. Uh -huh. um, but the, yeah, they weren't mentioned at all. So I, I mean, I feel like they're just saving those for the next. I mean, it's kind of like you got to build up mm -hmm. and this was Bumblebee. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I don't it's know not Optimus Prime that you're watching. It's Bumblebee. As long as they can still, if they, if they decide to have Megatron in here, as long as he can look when he's transformed into his robot body, as long as he looks the way he did in the cartoon, I think would be awesome. Uh -huh. Now, when he transforms down, maybe he just transforms down into a a cannon and not right a gun. I mean, wasn't he like a handgun? Yeah. Well, it, 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 does he shrink? I mean, th that was the whole weird. Yeah, thing I would with feel like cartoon. if he needed to be like some sort of giant gun. Mm -hmm. that maybe they put on the back, like, you know, on the back of a vehicle or like a rocket launcher mm -hmm. or something that he's... Yeah, but maybe... Who knows? But he, yeah, he'll probably end up being some kind of vehicle just because it's like, okay, if he's a big gun, how does he move from here to here without, you know, walking kind of thing? <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you guys in a little bit. I got to walk. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh... Speaking of the Transformers and how badass they look, the uh, the the two bad guys in here were were like triple Transformers. Oh yeah, could go from their robot body to the cars to a jet or a helicopter, which was awesome. Yeah, because when you know they were, you know they were scanning them. You know the helicopter and that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, the, this is when they become, you know, because. Most Decepticons I remember were mil military vehicles, and most of them were jets, weren't they? I mean, a lot of them. I feel yeah, like a lot I mean, of them were. Yeah, there were the three jets with Starscream and. Well, I don't know. I can't remember in detail that you did. You know, I didn't. I, I just when I talk about these, I remember my toys. <laughs> I go for my toys. Yeah, and see, I, I watched the shows, toys. but I didn't own any toys. I think I had gotten one Transformer toy growing up, and it was a minivan. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure it was a Transformer, not a GoBot? No, I'm pretty sure it was a Transformer because <laughs> okay. it had the um, the heat sticker. So oh, you know okay. if it was mm -hmm. an Autobot or a Decepticon. Yep. So, but it was something my brothers had given me either for my birthday or Christmas. I'm sure it was... Bought on Christmas Eve in Eckerd Drugs or something like that. <laughs> what do you got left? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Minivan? I'll take it. <laughs> Which I played with it. Um, and it's probably in my mom's attic still. You know, it's probably worth money now because, you know, nobody kept the minivan <laughs> transformer. Yeah. Nobody, yeah. <laughs> Very limited edition. Yeah. But um, I lost, totally lost my train of thought after that. <laughs> So, oh yeah, I was saying I didn't, I didn't, I don't remember them as detailed because 
I watched the cartoon and I remember all of it, but I can't remember all of the names and, mm-hmm. but I kind of, you know, re- recognize the looks when I see them and, but, um, yeah, I liked, I think it was going back to the fact that they're military, they, they were able to transform mm-hmm. into cars, then into a jet and then back into a robot. It's like they could just yeah, manipulate themselves, but Hey, they're bad guys. Mm-hmm. So, well, uh, anything else you want to get to the grades or? I think that's about it. Because I, I want to end this show so I can Google toys. Toys. I do. I, I want. I want those toys. I want those toys. Uh oh. Because I have all the ones from Michael Bay's, and a big old Rubbermaid thing in my garage. <laughs> Still in boxes. So maybe when you buy the toys, you can buy the Rubbermaid to put them in as as well. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yes. Well, cool. All right. Uh, Since I went first yesterday, you can go first today. Oh, it's my lucky day then. Yes, it is. So going first is grade. Grade. I'm going to give it a B. Okay. It was enjoyable. Um, I liked Bumblebee, but as I've said before and everyone knows... There are a few things that I disagree with that bothered me throughout the movie. But it was entertaining. I enjoyed it. I love me some Bumblebee. I thought he looked cool. I loved the fact that he was back into being a bug. Mm-hmm. You know, you did see what you did see of his personality. I thought they did right. I just wish you could hear him talk more. Mm-hmm. I did really enjoy the first five seconds that he was able to talk. <laughs> And I wish I could hear more. And I hope that when they get his voice back, he still sounds the same, because I like that voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I remember in the other ones where they tried to fix it, and they gave him some weird voice boxes, and it's like, oh, really? Yeah. You, can't, you can't fix a voice box? You can like have a broken arm and stuff, and you can't fix the you voice box? Fix. Come on, dudes. Well, now, Blitzwing did rip it out and throw it down the mountain. Well, just go find it. I know. Can they, can they not... Solder, man. Solder it back on. Anyway, so I'm giving it a B. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give it an A, and I'm not beating around the bush. I'm giving it an A. So you give Aquaman a B. Yes. And you give this movie an A? Uh Uh-huh. And if I had to go back and see a movie today between Aquaman and Bumblebee, I'm going to see Bumblebee. Huh. Hmm. We are different people. Yes, I'm giving it an A, and I'm sticking by it. I was wishy-washy with my B on Aquaman. I'm not wishy-washy on this at all. You just like it because it looks like toys. Yes. I'm not denying that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, there you go, folks. All right. So I get Jerry can, Jerry's grade can be bought with toys. I can be bought with toys as long as I can buy toys. No, it, it's... It, I liked it. I thought it looked great. I like the way, hopefully that's going to go in the future. Yeah, where there's some things that I would like to have changed or whatever. Yeah, the, the voice thing, I would have been completely on board with Bumblebee not even having that element happen to him. But then it, it did. I'm not as hung up on it as you are. I can kind of just move in past it. This is what we're going to get. Let's... I just feel like I, I, I don't wish, want it to ruin the just, watching experience. For me I just wish they would have done something different. Even you could have the same storyline, 
what if his memory, you know, when he loses that, it kind of makes it almost like, you know, he has to relearn how to kind of talk. Like, he kind of forgets, mm -hmm. you know, how to communicate. Yeah. And it's, then it's kind like of he... like teaching him that, you know, kind of mm -hmm. like anybody who, like, let's say if they had, like, a person who had a stroke or something like that, you kind of have to relearn. I think that would have been a, a, the same story, a different angle, do something different and not just... Pick up. Yeah, and 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 who knows why they decided to to continue with that. Mm -hmm. I I have no idea because like when he put down his his battle gear face mask for the first time on accident, he didn't know what it. Right, it's like he it forgot was. how to fight. Yeah, he forgot mm -hmm. all that stuff. So why can you do that? The same thing with the voice, and he could still learn to talk through the radio, and then, you know. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I just forward. I just don't I don't understand because you also go to the now I'm gonna go to the Netflix series. There's a couple Netflix series out on there with Transformers. There's Transformers in Disguise, which is led by Bumblebee. Bumblebee talks in this series. Oh, maybe I'll check that one out so I can. It's get... <laughs> it's a really it's awesome cartoon. Like I, it is awesome. I mean, they always make it sound like Bumblebee is like, um, his like Optimus's right hand man. Like his mm -hmm. number two, but it's like, I guess I now going back to the cartoons. No, in my opinion, no, in Bumblebee. Cartoons, Bumblebee no. was no, he was nowhere near. He he, right hand man. He was just. He was like he was a young, right transformer. He was still learning. Yes, young and little, and that's just kind of what he was. In Michael Bay's reimagining this whole thing, Bumblebee is right-hand man. In this movie, Bumblebee could be on his way to being right-hand man, but I think I got the the impression that Optimus is more so protecting Bumblebee because he is a younger yeah. Autobot and and all that. I wonder how they how they grow and how they're quote unquote Made and born built and born and I don't know. Okay. Anyway. But, oh, sorry. Netflix, and there's also another one, which is a, a little younger one. It's uh, Transformers Rescue Bots. Bumblebee is not in there, but he does pop up from time to time. That Bumblebee does not talk. I just don't understand where this came from. I have no idea. Okay. Anyway. So, anyways, moving on. Gray, or, uh, rankings. rankings. Rank, rank, rank. All right, Carolyn, you're up. Okay. So, I know we just went through this yesterday, so I'm going to go through it fast. Ink's not even dry on this paper. <laughs> yeah. 16, Rampage. 15, Venom. And this is, folks, where they're going to sit, because this is the last movie of the year. So, this is their official ranking of 2018. Yeah, so if Vegas was taking bets on what we are going to label as worst movie of the year, it would be a pretty... Pretty uh, smart wager to uh, stick it on Rampage. Oh, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> anyway, so 15, Venom. 14, Wrinkle in Time. 13, Tomb Raider. 12, Deadpool. 11, Fantastic Beasts. 10, Jurassic World. 9, Ready Player One. 8, Ocean's 8. 7, Bumblebee. 6, Incredibles. Five, Solo. Four, Ant-Man. Three, Aquaman. 
two, Black Panther, one, Avengers. Also take pretty good vets on who's going to be the best movie of the year. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's it's pretty much bookend. It's mm-hmm. it's 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 all right there on the paper. So yeah, so it's sitting there, top ten, didn't break the top five, but it's sitting there at number seven. Okay, I was sitting here thinking last night of where did I rank um, Clock in the Walls on our list, and then I realized. We didn't see that movie. Well, I saw the movie, but you didn't see the movie, and we never talked about it. But at one point, it was on our list. I was, I was just thinking about when I was going over my list yesterday. Where did I put that? And I put it nowhere. 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 Uh, okay, here we go. I'm gonna go 16, Rampage, 15, Wrinkle in Time, 14, Venom, 13, Deadpool. 12, Ready Player One, 11, Jurassic World, 10, Solo, 9, Tomb Raider, 8, Ocean's 8, 7, Fantastic Beast, 6, Ant-Man, 5, Aquaman, Four Incredibles and three Bumblebee, two Black Panther, one Avengers. Dang! That's pretty high. I walked walked out of that movie last night. Well, I didn't want to leave the theaters because I just wanted to sit there and watch it again. Mm. That makes one of us. I mean, not to say that I didn't like it. I liked yeah. it. And it was better than I thought it was. Like, you know, watching trailers and mm-hmm. when I heard there was going to be a Bumblebee movie, I'm like, oh, good Lord. I, yeah. But I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I was entertained. And I loved if it's it. on TV, I'm, you know, on HBO or something, I'd probably go, well, yeah, I'd watch that again. Because mm-hmm. I do love Bumblebee. Because I will be taking my boys at some point Yeah. in the next few days to go see Bumblebee. Now, it will be after we go see... Uh, Spider-Verse, because mm-hmm. I want to see that, and I have not seen that one yet, unlike I've seen Bumblebee. So I will take them to see that. And then the next movie we'll probably go see will then be Bumblebee, and then Aquaman. I mean, I think Bumblebee is probably better. They probably like that one better than Aquaman. Yes, because they love Bumblebee. They have Bumblebee costumes, Bumblebee Transformers. Bumblebee and they, Tuna. Bumblebee Tuna. <laughs> and they do not love Bumblebee Tuna, but they love the cartoons and yeah. all that stuff. So I think, yes. It I mean, I feel like this movie is a little bit more more comedy, like that they would get. Like, yes. you know, more like a situation comedy and like him when he's destroying the house. I think they'd like that. Yeah, too. and I think them just seeing Bumblebee walking around and running through the forest and doing that stuff, I think that will they would love to see that. That will keep them entertained. Yeah. There's some spots with Aquaman, like when they're walking around and stuff. I, I think they would kind of lose interest on that. Because, I mean, it's, it's not like they're, you know, they're not 10 and 12. So they're not, I mean, they're younger than that. Yeah. But with Bumblebee, just to see Bumblebee on there, yeah, they're... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so, too. So. Well, cool. Well, that does it, folks. That, that finishes that up the year. That is 2018 
movies, podcasts, everything. This is it, folks. Will we be back next year? Guess you'll just have to wait to find out. <laughs> but anyway, that wraps it up for us and for 2018. As always, you can find us online at ScreenBeansPodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter at ScreenBeansPod. You can also find us on Facebook. Friend us, like us, share us, you know, whatever makes you happy. You can also find all of our podcasts on iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Stitcher, you know, wherever on the dark web you can find us. So we're wishing everyone a happy holidays, Merry Christmas, happy belated Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, happy New Year, happy Boxing Day. Did I hit them all? Don't want to leave anybody out. Festivus. Happy Festivus. Happy Fruitcake Day. Happy happy Fruitcake Day. Um, Whatever. Happy whatever. Happy whatever. There you go, folks. So, anyway, hope everyone has a great holiday. Drive safe. Listen to the podcast while you're road tripping and make it to the turkey and Mm -hmm. dressing or ham. or Share us with friends. Yeah. Give us. Give give us. Give us as the gift. Yeah. Share us. That'll make everyone's Christmas so much brighter. Because everybody is no longer listening to the end of this podcast. No, we're just talking for nobody. They turned it off 20 minutes ago. (laughs) They got tired of me complaining about Bumblebee's voice and turned it off. But anyway, there you go, guys. Hope everyone has a great 2018 and a super great 2019. (laughs) Bye, guys.